my name is Thais Gibson and I'm the creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video and in this video I'm going to talk to you about eight tools to make long distance relationships work. Before I dive in, we have opened our doors for a seven day free trial to all of our courses inside of the Personal Development School. We literally have courses on boundaries, codependency and enmeshment, reprogramming your attachment style. Literally, we have 45 different courses on a variety of topics, setting and achieving goals at the subconscious level. It's all personal development for your subconscious mind. Seven day free trial is open right now. You can click the link in the description box below if you want to get access. Plus, I do four live webinars every single week with all of our students via Zoom. We have social events, community events, guided morning and evening routines on top of all the courses and all the workbooks that come with them. So check it out if you want a seven day free trial. Um, okay, so first point here. That's really important. When it comes to making a long distance relationship work, you have to know your needs from an in-person relationship. And then you have to come up with creative strategies to get these needs met just by shifting the form. So for example, let's say you like really value emotional connection in your romantic relationships. This means like have that emotional component through doing FaceTime more often, through having um, dinner dates over Zoom and making the same food and opening the same bottle of wine and connecting that way. Like have different strategies to help supplement for the things that you can't get in the same strategy through the same form in person. So if you know your needs too, you're going to know like, oh, laughter is important to me. Supportiveness is important to me transparency, consistency, whatever it is, know what those things are and then come up with other ways of getting those needs met. So much of relationships are about at a subconscious level, does somebody meet my needs and vice versa? And when we can get clear and conscious ahead of time about what our needs actually are that we're trying to derive from our relationship, it's like we're hacking the process. And then when we can see that, even if there's a distance between ourselves and somebody else, if we're conscious about what our needs are, it's almost like that closes the gap that the distance would create. So if we take our average couple who's not aware of their needs and, and aren't conscious about them versus you take two people in a long distance relationship who do know their needs, who talk about their needs, who put them on the table, who brainstorm strategies to meet one another's needs, you're still going to more likely have a successful relationship over here. Of course, unless like the distance lasts for like, 50 years or something like that, then that'll wear on anybody. But like if it's long distance, but there's some kind of, you know, couple year period or five year period even, or, you know, where you may be able to be in the same space or the same similar location close to one another, knowing your needs will close almost any gap if you're really good at number two which is communicating about those needs as well. And really sharing these things, like learning to put these things on the table. Yes, it can be vulnerable sometimes, but if you're able to say, these are my needs, this is what's important to me. And then if you're able to follow that up by painting a picture about what that need looks like, that is everything. If you just say, I need support, somebody might like, send you a package and think that that's their way of supporting you when really like you needed emotional support. You needed somebody to be like, Hey, how do you feel today? How are you doing? And so closing that gap by communicating with transparency and by being really clear, really specific and painting the picture communication really helps supply tool number one. And that is tool number two is communication. Um, number three is also knowing one another's love languages. Obviously, most people are probably familiar about different love languages. They're basically ways we give and receive love. We give and receive love through our love languages and also through our needs. The five main love languages, if you're not familiar, it's from the work of Dr. Gary Chapman. They are quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, 
acts of service and gifts. They're all pretty self-explanatory, um, but acts of service are like doing favors, um, driving somebody to the airport, cooking them a nice meal, you know, making them a cup of coffee and bringing it to them in the morning, those sorts of things. Obviously, when it comes to long distance relationships, acts of service can be like a little more difficult because you're doing supportive things more from a distance and that can put some kind of pressure on the relationship. But again, all that requires is creativity. You can help somebody with their homework. You can give them advice on a presentation that they're doing if they went back to school or if they have a deadline at work. And those are acts of service where you're providing support, but you're doing it through a computer screen. So there's always ways to pivot and get creative when you think about what's going on in your loved one's life. Um, now, it's also important, by the way, to make sure that as you're doing these different things, that you're also sharing your own. I don't just mean like communicate somebody else's needs and, and love languages and, and show up for those. I mean, like know yours, put them on the table, talk about those as well. Number four, um, have things that you set ahead of time to look forward to. Sometimes this can be difficult for like the, the personality in the long distance relationship who's less of a planner. Um, these are the people who tend to struggle the most in long distance relationships or the people who like to plan less and gather all the information they have in the moment and use that information to make decisions and who are a little bit adverse to planning too much ahead. If you are in a long distance relationship, you have to just work on that as a person um, and be willing to plan ahead and, and commit to those things ahead of time. Often we have more avoidant attachment styles. And if you're new to my channel, I do a ton of videos about attachment styles, attachment theory. Um, you can check some of those out, but obviously more avoidant attachment styles for those of you who are familiar and who know all this stuff. Um, that is where you're going to have people who are like a little more afraid to commit to things in advance, have an open dialogue about that. Say, listen, we are going to have to have things to look forward to plan in advance. That's part of the investment we make when we decide to be in a long-term relationship or a long distance relationship. That's also hopefully long-term. Um, so don't be afraid to have that conversation and put that on the table. And as you make plans in advance and you have these dynamics in place, that's great. And it doesn't even have to be like, just seeing each other in person, like every three months or whatever it might be. It can also be having date nights over Zoom. It can be, um, you know, planning a trip, a getaway together somewhere else. It can be so many different things, planning a phone call or a FaceTime or like, you know, a, a game that you play together over the phone, whatever it might be, like having these plans in advance. So you have these like little milestones is really important for the thriving of the relationship itself. Number five, be honest about your fears. Long distance relationships will push more buttons. So when you can be honest about your fears and problem solve together. So for example, if you can say, hey, we didn't talk as much this week and I'm afraid that we're disconnecting. And it scares me because I don't get to see you and like hug you and like fix this in person. You know, can we have some more emotional intimacy together? Like, can we, you know, have a deep conversation this weekend or can we FaceTime or can we, you know, whatever it might be, can we plan something together? The more you're honest and vulnerable about your fears and then you work towards problem solving together and you say, hey, can we work on this together? And you use inclusive language for another person as well. This really like allows the, the relationship dynamic to keep building. And so much of like growth in a relationship is do you work through problems together as a unit? Do you feel safe communicating about stuff like that so that you can do just that, which is breakthrough challenges and obstacles in relationship dynamics as a unit together. Number six, don't be afraid to discuss the next steps in a relationship. It doesn't have to be like if you're, you know, some, sometimes people are maybe listening to this and they've been in a long distance relationship for a year or two years. Like, don't be afraid to bring up, 
you know, at one point it would be nice to live in the same city or live in the same proximity to one another, like, and bring it up and share it and be like, we don't have to commit to this this second. Like maybe you both have really intensive jobs and it's difficult, but like just sharing that that's your intention and that's where you stand, even if it's not feasible immediately or even in the near future, really moves the relationship and, and moves the needle into something else. Like, oh, we want to be together. And it opens doors to start like thinking about it, looking at new job opportunities, like having the thought processes and conversations that allow for possibilities to exist. So that's an important thing to just sort of put, like put on the table in your relationship essentially and share and be vulnerable about. Number seven, discuss your non-negotiables ahead of time. Don't be afraid to have the conversation where you say, um, hey, in a long distance relationship, there's some extra stress in the relationship at times. So these are the things that are definitely off the table for me. You know, whatever that might be, it could be like, we don't go, you know, a week without speaking on the phone. We, you know, make sure that we at least have a text message exchange on a daily basis. So we maintain that connection. Like, don't be afraid to say, these are my boundaries essentially in order for this dynamic to work. Because if we don't do that, we often get into the relationship on autopilot. And then we're often left floundering. Like the long distance relationship is so hard because of the fact that you're just on autopilot. And then one person has one set of expectations for a long distance relationship. You have another. And then wherever there's a disparity, it's going to be a conflict instead. So you can remove a lot of that conflict proactively through discussing your boundaries and non-negotiables early on. And number eight, and this is maybe one of the most important ones, um, is over-explain things. If you don't get back to somebody, say why. If you, you know, do go missing because you had a busy day, explain. You know, don't be afraid because because there's a distance you don't have that physical interaction in the same way where you can sort of like read somebody and see what's going on. And so that has to be made up for. And if you're not making up for that by like closing the gap through sharing, Hey, you know, this is why I did X, Y, and Z. This is why I wasn't as available. This is why I was short to yesterday or today, or, you know, I'm a little tired. Um, or this is why I can't talk for that long. The more you can over explain things and just put that effort into doing that, it's going to help close the gap that's there from the physical distance. And it's really important, makes both parties feel so much more safe, connected, transparent, trusting, and really like close in a relationship dynamic. Cause it also lets somebody in on your day-to-day -day life. And that's a huge component as well as letting somebody feel like they're in on your daily life. They know all the details and they're there living your life with you to a certain degree. So hopefully this makes a whole lot of sense. Thank you for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe. If you want to see more videos about long distance relationships, let me know. Um, long distance relationships for each individual attachment style, let me know um, in the comments below. And don't forget to check out the seven day free trial membership if you want to see all the different courses and go way deeper in all this content and so much more. Thank you for being here. Have an amazing day and I will see you tomorrow.